Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children, 18 years or older, welcome to One and a Half Guys in a Car with a CD Bug. Ha, ha, ha. I'm Gene. <laughs> That's half a Dale. We got an injured. <laughs> we got a, a bird with a broken wing. I take the whole Dale. My book. The whole Dale. I don't know what you're saying. A Dale, like the singer. Oh, a Dale. Half a Dale. I said I'll take the whole Dale. <laughs> I got you half a Dale. I want a whole a Dale. I get it. That was just too clever at the beginning of the show, Dale. I need that kind of I need that kind of energy at the end of the show, right? When we're dragging, that's when you gotta come in with That's the filler. Right. Uh, Not in the opening. That's what I'm hot. That's where I'm at my high, my peak. Now look at it. Now where are we? Two guys. Oh, yeah. Reason Dale's half is because he's fucking injured. <laughs> yes, I'm a crip right now. He's an eagle with a broken wing, you yeah. see. we got to patch him up here. Too much uh, extreme masturbating competitions. You know, with COVID going on, all you can do is masturbate aggressively. <laughs> you know how hard it is to do with my left hand? Right. You oh, my God. choking yourself. I can't help it. <laughs> now I'm choking myself with my, my damn you sling. sling. <laughs> Hang me on the door and I'll take care of myself. Don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what are we doing here? We're doing a podcast. Are we? Two guys in a car with a oh, CD yeah, book. That's what, what, we're doing here. what we do here is we flip through our CD book and we pull out a uh, CD that reminds us of something, I don't know, anything, a life event, uh, our youth, our selves aging, maybe the future, what it could be like, maybe like the past and how we fucked it up royally, yeah. or sometimes we even listen to music before we were born, you know, and stuff, and just how it made us feel when we heard it the first time, or experienced it, and why we you know, continue to enjoy it. So, Dale, are you capable of flipping today? Flip out! Careful, careful! Got a paper cut. Damn it, man. We need you back out here. I got boo-boos. 100%. You can fucking around. Can I get an extra sponge bath tonight? Uh, Yeah, I'll give you another one. I don't mind. Uh, I don't know why I'm naked when I do it, but it's fun for everybody. You know I'm self-conscious about the way my body looks. (laughs) If I'm naked, you're naked. (laughs) You sell me out. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... Since you flipped, why don't you go ahead and play there? Now I will tell you what I've done for you. Fifty thousand tears I've cried. Who counts tears? Fifty thousand? Good lord. Twenty thousand, maybe. Fifty thousand tears? I got him in a jar. Essence, fronted by none other than Amy Lee, whose vocal range 
everyone screams in their car at the highest. Oh, they have All the guys are clenching their balls to go, ah! And all the girls are thinking they're nailing it, you know? I, I saw Evanescence in concert. Ah! Just dropped our recording device. I saw Evanescence in concert at a festival, and, you know, I knew the hits of Evanescence. Uh, some of them I didn't know were Evanescence songs. Yeah, I can see that. I obviously knew Going Under and uh, Wake Me Up. And bring Me Alive. Yeah, Bring Me Alive. That's what it is. I don't know why I always call it Wake Me Up. It should have been called Wake Me Up. My Immortal. The one about the drunk. The drunk, abusive boyfriend that's drinking all the fucking time. That might be my immortal. If I, who Maybe, fucking I don't know. But, uh, so I, I knew those songs. And when I went to see him in concert, I thought, okay, this is going to be cool when I hear these hits. And I wonder if she's going to be able to hit these notes the same. And, you know, if she'll miss a beat or if she has to rely on backing tracks or backup vocalists a lot. So I was interested to see that. And... Dude, she stood up there and sang every fucking note, dude. Didn't skip anything. Didn't skip one long note. Didn't skip one high note. Because she's not one of those, uh, you know, front women of the rock and roll band that's all over the fucking stage. You know, yeah. high energy, like uh, Izzy, Izzy Hale from Hailstorm. Oh, she's shit. all over the fucking stage, dwelling on the guitar, singing the fucking songs. I was always impressed with Izzy. What's your face from uh, In This Moment? Oh, yeah, dude. dude Maria? Hey, dude. Stage uh, performance? Good. Wow. Yeah, Maria Brinks. Great. And, uh, but Amy Lee stands there and fucking gives you that power of her voice. And that's that's what she brings to her show. And that's what you go and see her for. Because when you listen to their music, her vocals give you those goosebumps. They strike those fucking... They hit those pleasure zones in your earlobe where you're just like, damn, what a note. It's so you know? satisfying. Yeah. yeah. So for her to stand up there and give you all that allows you to just enjoy the music the way you do in your car, which is hard to do in a live show, you know, because you in a live show you get some things, but there's always some things that you got to lose that you don't get in a studio recording, you know, some yeah. of the perfection parts. But if you can get the feeling of the music in the live show, if you can get the emotion out of the music in the live show and from the crowd, that's where the payoff is, I feel, anyway. That's true. That is true. Wow. I got Dale to agree with me for once. <laughs> I mean, I like her voice. I just don't like the band. I don't like the songs. I don't like anything about it. It's the lyrics? No, the lyrics are fine, and, They're deep. and her voice is good, and she's pretty to look at. It's just that when, when this came out was my tra- transitioning into heavier and harder things. So my love for this style kind of was dying out, and I was into heavier shit. So I, I it's commercial rock for me. Bring Me to Life is totally commercial rock. I will agree. Some of their other songs, though, I can give them their total credit for um, composition, you know, being stuck in your head. It's catchy and shit. When you hear it, you know it's Evanescence. It it feels like Evanescence. It's not another, like, female-fronted band. You know you're listening to Evanescence, right? I think this is the biggest song that they've got. Oh, yeah, this is worldwide. Just because of the damn Daredevil soundtrack. Right, because that's what, this was the feature, the music video has Daredevil fucking scenes in it. And Electra, oh. Jennifer Gardner before oh, she got so, weird. Yeah, it's just so hot. <laughs> yeah, alias Jennifer Gardner. Oh. <laughs> and uh, 
But a lot of their, the reason I like a lot of their songs, or the ones that I know anyway, is for the deepness of the lyrics. Like, and the stories behind them are real. Commercial rock to me is when, you know, like a band writes a party hit just to have a party hit, you know? Like, um, fuck, Def Leppard. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of a newer one. Oh, Saving Abel and fucking Black Cherry. And, or Buck Cherry, I mean. Buck Cherry. Yeah. Um, those are more bands that are fucking commercial rock. Well, fucking... I just see, because commercial rock for me is just anything played on the radio. Oh, okay. If you hear it on that radio station ten times a day, it's commercial. But there's tons of bands you love that are played ten times a day on the radio. Yeah, but the songs came out 20 years ago. So did this. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what your argument is, Dale. <laughs> wow. Think about that. Close. Yeah. 17 years old. Yeah. Right? It feels like yesterday it was playing on TV. Yeah, right? That's, that's it, kids, right there. Time! The Daredevil movie. Almost 20 years old. Ben Affleck's still the man. There's kids that are, you know, alive and have never heard of this shit. You that's know? true! On their whole life, you know, listening to whatever, and have never heard of you know, music like this. That stuff kind of blows my mind. I love it. Heck of hell. Uh, are they still making music? I don't know. They have are a new they? album coming out this year, dude. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Still under my nose, still making music. Right. Good and, for them. And I don't even know how many fucking albums they've had come out, dude. So we're listening to Evanescence Fallen, which I think is like the first big studio release. Right? It's the debut album. They started in 95 in Little Rock, Arkansas. 95. 95. Yeah. But they had an album called Origin that came out in like the year 2000. I like Origins. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, but it actually had My Immortal on it first. Wait, what so year? It was, that was in 2000. The year 2000. The year 2000. <laughs> Everybody smash your computers, they're gonna eat you. <laughs> so that was or- Origins. Origin came out, I think that was like their first album album that wasn't on a big record label probably. Something small, but it had My Immortal on it. So I'm guessing that might have been the demo version and then when they put it on this album, the guy retuned up, made it sound better. and. Oh yeah, you gotta re-engineer when you sound that label. But they sound like everything else that came out this year. This year or well, 2003? No, 2003. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's when new metal was at its peak. So, well, this is like new metal alternative rock. Right. Uh, yeah, so it was like that with them and Seether and and Korn still at that time. Everybody. Linkin Park. Yeah, all of them. Good era just of, of music, though. Yeah, if you, if you think of all the bands dropping albums in the early 2000s, Simple Plan. Oh, I hate them, man. <laughs> they fucking drive me up the wall, dude. I don't like them at all. I, there is some music video of theirs that used to come on. Right on the house crying. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Walking down Sunset Street. That's I'm, Yellow Car. I hate them, I too. love Yellow Car. No. Ocean Avenue is a yeah. great album. When that fucking music video used to come the on. Violin, dude. And that guy was like walking with a smile down the fucking street. I used to be like turning right fucking down. I love it. I don't know. I couldn't stand that. I didn't like it at the time, but I got the album like maybe last year and listened to it. Really good. Not bad. It's a good album. I don't know, man. 
have to be probably a lot older before I can open up my cold, dead heart to that <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, try and make me feel all good inside. Roach. <laughs> I never said I liked them. I just tolerate them. I said they're good live. I never. I don't own any tolerate. It's too strong of a word. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen them in fucking concerts, so he's a dick. Yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> they're better live than you, Matt. Than you think. That's what we're I doing. know Jacoby puts on a show. Right. I've seen I'm, him back in the day I'm when telling he was you. fat. I'm telling you, he man. He used to bash his head with the mic. That's cool. Oh, well, yeah, I never, I didn't see any of that. But just what he gives to the crowd, hopping off the stage and, like, really giving you something to take home and be like, man, that's different than any show I've been to. Shit like that, I fucking admire. Yeah, well, I mean, and like I said, I can't say I hate Papa Roach. I, I, you don't like Scar? I don't like Jacoby. <laughs> I don't mind the music, oh. whatever, whatever, it's music. It's music, I love all music. Scarred fucked me up! I, I don't know why! That show fucked me up! I couldn't watch it because of the bone breaking and shit, you know? It's like you see a video and he'll be in the background going, Ooh! Yeah. Check out my tattoo! Yeah. Ah! That hurt worse than the last time I stubbed my toe! Yeah! Scarred! Like I said, it was like, dude, uh, AC Slater was my hero growing up, dude. I thought he was the, the bee's knees. And then when America's Best Dance Crew came out, he goes, next on ABCD, whatever oh, it was. Yeah, dude, he killed me on it. I don't like him on Good Morning America or whatever it is he's doing. Uh, Insider Edition or is this my immortal? Oh, yeah, this is played at every funeral everywhere oh, all the God. time. Well, sorry. <laughs> Your funeral. Who's got that evanescence? <laughs> hey, DJ. Grandpa's last request was evanescence. <laughs> hey, Pops, spin that thing back and put on my immortal. <laughs> Does, do you have an A track? <laughs> Yo, we found some A tracks yesterday. Did you? Yeah, That's I nice. threw them all away. I was like, but, I said, is the A track player in there? And he said, no. And I was like, but I don't want them. Toss them. I can't listen to it. Alright, turn it up some. Let's get it let's get enveloped in this shit real quick. Tissues, fuck! Man, these lyrics are heavy, you dude. Please show over yourself again. Yeah, man, I can't help but get off. It's this a good shit. one. It's a good. I'm sorry. You, you know what enjoy it reminds this me one. of? Okay. Like if, if they would have done Edward Scissorhands now, that song would have been at the very end when he has to go back up to his house and she comes back down and nope. he's walking nope. around the snow. I got a better one. You know where this song would be? My girl. When homeboy, little Thomas dies. This is the song Veda puts on her fucking earbuds too. Where's his glasses? Right? You can't see right? without his Look, glasses. Look, when you cried, I wiped away all your tears. Woo! I feel like this song is about the loss of a child, though, man. This shit's kind of just reading these lyrics. I don't, I don't know why they wrote it, but reading these lyrics, you know, when you cried, I wiped away all of your tears. 
when you'd scream, I'd fight away all of your fears. Think about your child, right? When they cry, you wipe away their tears. When they're scared, you wipe away their fears. When I held your hand through all of these years, and now you still have all of me. Man, these wounds won't heal? I don't know, man. It's like a, to me, that's what I think of immediately is the loss of a child. A spirit staying with you after his death and haunting you until you actually wish that the spirit were gone because it won't leave you alone. Deep. That's heavy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's that was that's the shit I love, man. That connected. I love meaning. Because it, it does. Just like our podcast, which you can reach me on uh, Instagram on WolfXBiker and my boy Gene. Couldn't you wait until like we got past the sap part? <laughs> They're all crying. Everybody's listening to this part. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got them drawing. You're right, Dale. You can get me at Unhinged Pierce on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Where was I going with that? I don't know. I I had a different thing I was going to say, but then that popped first, and then I forgot what I was going to say. Well, you said you like stuff with meaning, like our podcast has meaning. You can relate to it it because, you know, when you hear this music, you can put yourself... Where wherever you were when you heard, and if you've never heard this, or then, even not, then even seek not. it out. Right? What it is, it's 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 the melody, the lyrics, and the song, and the style can make you think of anything. It might not even have anything to do with this song or music in general, but it takes you back to a part where you were sad and all that. See, that's how music is. Music can can change everything, and it has nothing to do with it. You know, I want this played at my funeral when I die. You take care of that for me, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> Next week. You know what I want played? Uh, hold on. To the window, to the walls, <laughs> to the sweat drop down my ball. Oh, All these bitches cry. Damn. Oh, yes, keep, 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 keep. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want. No, I want who let the dogs out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like mine better. <laughs> Drug the room with Hogan. The Bahini Man. <laughs> what were you going to say for real? Mambo number five. Oh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> that so, way I can hide out. All my secrets I'll already be dead. Yeah, I'm going to change all the names to dudes' names. <laughs> that would be A little nice. bit of Carlos in my life. A little bit of Derek by, Derek by my side. A little bit of Cletus is all I need. Now I don't of- know. We should make a guy version of Mambo Number Five. What the fuck? That's sexist. Hey. It's twenty twenty. Oh shit! Times have changed. Time to tough. You know what the world's going through right now? Help! Damn, we're making Mambo Number Six. Yeah. Or four. And it's about respecting one another. Yeah. A little bit of everybody by my side. Yeah, I want everybody. A little bit of all of you in my ride or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Man, we've been on here for this episode's about 20 minutes in, and we've only heard four songs. Yeah, this is number five. That's got to be a lengthy album, right? 11 tracks. Let's take a look here. We have 48 minutes. That's normal. It is normal. That's crazy. Must be some of these songs must be real long, and some must be very short. Right, because like our Kill Switch albums we were looking at, we thought they were short, but they're all 40 minutes. I'm like, damn. That's impressive. Hey! I like the double bass. I can't even hear it. Watch your arm, Dale. Careful! Ain't no air drumming in here. Unless you're the drummer from Def Leppard. We brought them up twice today. They must feel lucky. Next week, 
never. Hell no. We just talked about how much they suck and then how their drummer was. Their drummer is talented. I give them props for coming back from that. But I did see a very funny meme that said, overly cocky Def Leppard drummer takes off other arm and still plays. <laughs> Overly cocky. I don't think you got anything else to lose. COVID! I got it. We're infected. Thanks for wearing your mask, you shithead. <laughs> Which is mandatory. So, are there only like two members in this band? Not, uh, because I it, think it's like four, but when this album came out, their main guitar player left right after the album was completed. What? So he might not even be on the artwork or nothing. His name was like something Moody. His name's in the book, Ben yeah. Moody. That's what I was in the arena. It just says vocals, Amy Lee, and then it says guitarist Ben Moody. That's it. And then there's like 40 other names for piano, bass, drums, tribal percussions. Well, you know what? Choral arrangements. Her and the Moody dudes actually the one that started the band in 95. So I wonder if they started it off as a dual uh, duo and then maybe they just got live musicians when they play. You got to think, that's that's what Trent Reznor does. Right. You know, Lenny, Lenny Kravitz. Lenny, same way. They do every instrument and they record everything by themselves. But then when they go on tour, they have uh, touring musicians. Because you see, you got them two in the front of the photo and then the other two guys are like blurred out. That was like Fred Durst. Right? Man, get- hey, we need somebody with a <laughs> toboggan to stand in the back. Who, any takers? Yeah. Back in 2000 though, everybody had a toboggan on. <laughs> but good for them too though, you know, they won two fucking Grammys. What? Dude, this album sold like over 17 million copies. It had to go platinum or double at least. Something, I mean, this shit was everywhere, dude. What? She was in some abusive relationships, right? He has been certified seven times platinum. Good lord. I thought double, but is it seven? Seven. Huh. What did you say, Gene? Uh, Amy. Amy Lee went through some, like, real fucking struggles, right? Is that With abuse and alcohol, or, you know, you're guessing. See, I don't know much about her. I thought you were telling I, me about I the Cedar that She was. What I remember in my head is that they were dating for a long time. Uh, Sean Morgan, the lead singer from the African rock band, Seether, and they did a South song together. Africa. Well, they did a song together. Yeah, they did that. Uh, that other song song. It's a Seether song. Is it? Yeah, it's not an Evanescence Whoa, song. Whoa, game changer. I didn't know that. It's a Seether song, and he originally did it with a different girl. See, I thought he originally did it by himself, and then he added her in. Uh, he did it with a different girl. Uh, and then... Oh, uh, wait, you're right. He did do it by himself. Remember we listened to that Seether CD where he did all the commentary about the song? Yeah. Yeah, they recorded it for, like, their first or second album. And then when he started dating Amy, he re-recorded it with her. But when he did it live, when I saw Seether live, uh, he did that song with Izzy Hale from Hailstorm. Ooh, I bet that was good. Yeah, he brought her out and did it with her. See, and that's the thing too, though. When we, I have never seen Seether before. Oh, and they're they, great. I, I like the music and stuff like that, but then when we seen them oh, for yeah, the first right. time, dude, I lost my shit, dude, because the music sounded great. Sean's vocals were on point. 
And I like way more songs than I could remember. Right. Dude, I knew a lot more. And I was like, I know all every of one of these, and I liked them all. I could play like 15 songs up there, and you could almost sing along to every fucking yeah, one. I enjoyed it. And I don't know how. And, you know, uh, Amy Lee and Izzy Hale are real good friends, too. So that's why Izzy See, was able cool. to sing on those tracks at the concerts. So there you go. But, uh... Yeah, so Evanescence has a new album coming out this year. Supposed to do a big tour next yeah. year. Touring. Hopefully. Yeah, touring goes back to normal. I hope so. Oh, I'm dying to go to that concert, dude. I had three planned. All three canceled. Ah! But after this album from Evanescence, I really, I couldn't tell you another one of theirs. No, no, I couldn't because this one just made such an impact. Like... And that's what sucks too. I hate that for bands where you have one album like your debut and it makes such a big impact and then people don't even can't remember any of your other albums just because of that how big that one guy. Right. That or <clears throat> that one was so big that when the next one comes out you're kind of disappointed. You're like, oh, that's nothing like the last album. Like, yeah. Ugh. And that, that's how it is. That's how I feel when it comes to bands like this like I said commercial rock okay. they have the one big album that got them their fame and started them got them on their tours and shit and they kind of like bland whatever then you got underground bands that we listen to that I like too you know, you've turned me on to pretty really really much he is legend dude you like he is legend I told you dude that's my those boys. tracks come on I'm like cool cause it's southern <laughs> it's got good feel to it Skyler's voice Skyler's voice is so fantastic yeah. and their locals my boys but every one of their albums, I feel like got better. Every album. Dude, they got like seven. And I love every track from them and everything that they've ever done. But I feel like every album just like, oh my God. When I hear so shit good. like that, I'm like, man, those dudes aren't huge and blown up. Like, what yeah, kind of fucking now. chance do I have? Yeah. That last album they just put out, uh, White Bat, by far was their biggest album to sell to date. And they've been a band since like 97. And that's what brought them. That's how long it took in dedication and part-time jobs and all this other shit. And now they're finally doing it big. I'm very happy for them. Wow, tracks 1, 2, 3, 5, 9, and 10 were all written by B. Moody. Written by who? B. Moody, the guitar player. Oh, damn. See, he does something. And Amy Lee. Wait a minute. I didn't finish. See, now I gotta go and look to see uh, why he left. Yeah. Went right after this album, it said he left in 2003. So, wow, that's that's kind of wild, dude. Yeah, I'm looking at who wrote most of these tracks. I'm trying to see if Amy had any credit for. This, this is the first time I've actually ever listened to the album. I've never listened to this album for a day in my life, except for the songs on the radio. Yeah, that's, yeah, this comes out of my CD. Yeah, it, um, it all like melds together for a CD, you know. They, like all the songs, feel like they go on the same album. Yep. So that's important. But you guys, have a good day. This is Two Guys in a Car with a CD Book. I'm Gene. Damn. We're out.